Hi there and welcome, I'm Rabbi Nachomath with the Las Vegas Kolel. Einstein, the name is synonymous with genius, and he really was. If you study Albert Einstein, he really was a brilliant man and he lives up to the hype. Just as an example, in 1905, he put together four papers. Each one of these papers on its own revolutionized the world of physics, and he put together four of them within just a few months. His first paper revolutionized how the world understands light. It was his theory of the photoelectric effect. He postulated and argued that light is both a wave and a particle. It behaves in both characteristics revolutionary breakthrough of how the world understands light. His second paper was about Brownian motion, where he basically was able to prove that indeed the world is fundamentally made out of atoms. Again, a basic fundamental idea of how we look at the universe. Famously, he also came up that year with his theory of special relativity. Part of that, he debunked how the world understood what was around us, that the world is not made up of the ether, he understood and recognized and proved special theory of relativity, a tremendous breakthrough in, in physics. And fourthly, perhaps most famously, E equals MC squared, the revolutionary way of understanding the interaction between energy and matter, which would become the basis of nuclear energy and nuclear theory. Each one of these papers on its own would put Einstein in a league of his own in terms of his accomplishment as a physicist. He put together four of these papers within just a few months. He was a remarkably gifted, brilliant genius. And again, I don't believe the hype is overstated. He was that smart. It's an interesting thing. You read the book of Exodus. We read the story of Yisro. Yisro was Moses' Moshe Rabbeinu's father-in-law. Torah tells us that one day Yisro, he joins the Jewish people, and he sees that Moshe is adjudicating the Jews. He's judging, issuing rulings, resolving questions and complications that people amongst the Jewish people may have had. And Yisro saw how Moshe was going about doing his business, how he was leading the people, and he argued that Moshe's system, it would exhaust Moshe. He was on his feet all day. And Yisra went ahead and he suggested to Moshe, you know what, maybe there's a better way of doing things. And he suggested having a hierarchy of leadership, having a situation where there'd be judges that would adjudicate smaller issues, and the more complicated, more nuanced, hairy issues, those would go to Moshe. But thereby, it would free up Moshe's time, make him a little bit more available to deal with all the issues that he had to deal with. That was Yisro's suggestion. Indeed, Moshe brings the suggestion to God, and he says, God, what do you think? And God says, you know what? It's a perfect idea. And that became the basis of the Sanhedrin, the leadership that the Jews had while they were in the desert. Raul Bag, one of the classic commentaries on the Torah, tells us there's a tremendous lesson that we're supposed to learn from here. He tells us, a person ought to listen to good advice, and a person should abandon their counsel, their belief systems, when a person realizes and sees there's a better way of doing things, there are other approaches, a person should be willing to admit their mistakes and move on. That's the story of Moshe. Rabag is really highlighting a remarkable idea. If you really think about it, Moshe was a brilliant man. He was the most gifted, smart, intelligent. He was a genius. Yet, Moshe, with all of his wisdom, with all of his insight, he had his system of how to adjudicate and how to judge the Jewish people, which Yisro points out, you know what, it's flawed. It isn't so good. And indeed, Moshe admits 
after consulting with God, he was incorrect. It really highlights a tremendous lesson for each and every one of us. I don't know about you, I'm not as smart as Moses. He's definitely a sharper guy than me. And the Torah is highlighting and Ralbag is telling us this is the lesson the Torah is trying to teach us. Moshe, Moses, with all of his wisdom, with all of his genius, he made a mistake. He was going about doing his job incorrectly. And Yisro, who was, from everything that we can tell, I don't think he was any smarter than Moshe. He just saw the world from a different perspective, a different point of view. Tells Moshe, informs Moshe a new way, a new theory, a new concept. And Moshe admits, he says, you know what? I was doing things wrong. If Moshe can make mistakes, you and me, we also can make mistakes. This is such an important lesson when it comes to our lives and becoming successful people. Number one, recognize if we want to be successful in life, we're going to need people around us. But we have to recognize people are human and people around us are going to make mistakes. People around us are going to fail. Moshe failed. If Moshe failed, the people, our colleagues, our friends, our family, they also can make mistakes and they also can fail. Recognize if you're a football team and you want to win the game, realize the referees, the umpires, they're doing the best that they can. They're human. They're going to make mistakes. If you're counting on winning that football game without the referees, without the umps making any mistakes, recognize you're setting yourself up for failure because people err. People make mistakes. There's a second lesson, and that's to realize we're human. We're not perfect. We can make mistakes in judgment. We need to have the humility and the compassion for ourselves to realize I'm not perfect, I make mistakes, have the humility to recognize that, but also have the compassion, the self-compassion, not to beat ourselves up when we err. We're human, we make mistakes, Moshe made, made mistakes, and we can too. It's an interesting thing, after Einstein develops his brilliant theories, particularly when it came to his theory of the photoelectric, uh, photoelectric effect, the fact that light acts as a wave as well as a particle. That really spun off into a whole field of science and really became the anchor and the foundation of quantum physics. And as later scientists would develop this theory, particularly one of Einstein's colleagues, a fellow named Niles Bohr, and he developed what would really become the foundation of quantum mechanics and quantum physics. And part of that, Bohr would argue that there is an inherent uncertainty in the universe. That if you really look at a photon, if you really look at how electrons behave, fundamentally, they're unpredictable. There is no cause and effect built into the universe on that level. There's fundamental uncertainty. Einstein hated that theory. He felt it went against everything that his intuition told him about how the universe operated. And he fought bitterly with Niles Bohr about quantum physics and quantum mechanics, deeply. Till the day he died, Einstein would reject that theory. That's how Einstein felt. What's interesting is that modern physics accepts quantum mechanics and quantum physics. And as a matter of fact, it's considered one of the foundations, the basis of modern physics. Einstein was wrong. His intuition was incorrect. Einstein, with all of his genius, with all of his brilliance, he was wrong. He looked at the universe incorrectly, at least the way we understand it today in modern science. I've always found that to be remarkable. 
If Einstein can make mistakes, if Einstein, all of his brilliance and his scientific mind, looked at the universe incorrectly, it's very possible that I'm making mistakes. Even though I think I'm the most brilliant guy in the world, I need to have the humility, number one, to recognize I make mistakes as, as well. And number two, to have the compassion. Don't beat myself up when I make mistakes. It's part of life. Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu makes mistakes. Einstein, a contemporary genius, he makes mistakes. I can make mistakes too.